Welcome to this new episode of the 35K a Day podcast. I am your host, Michael David, a.k.a. MD. Well, if you're listening to this podcast, clearly you are wanting more opportunity in your job. And I want to help you land that job. I want to help you get that raise. I truly do. And let me just tell you a little personal history. I've been fired before. I've been laid off before. I've been overlooked for promotions and raises before. I've also fired more people than I can count in my career in business ownership and management. I've also recruited, interviewed, and hired more people than I care to count over the course of the years. I've done annual reviews of more people than I care to count. (laughs) And of so much of my experience, I see so many ambitious people with titles and visions of corporate grandeur in their scope. They are not achieving those goals because they're sabotaging themselves. So I really want you to listen to me with an open mind because I really do want to help you. And for me to be able to help you, I know that you want more in your life, but I don't know if anybody has properly guided you into how to actually do that. And I want to give you these nuggets of wisdom that can truly propel you to achieve a new level of success in your career. So let me first state by asking you a couple of pre-qualifying questions that are important in this process. Because if you want your current employer to consider you for a promotion, which is going to give you more responsibility and more than likely, more money, it's based on value. Now, I need you to take a step back and look at you and your career as an entrepreneur because I firmly believe that everyone is an entrepreneur. And if you go to work every day with that entrepreneurial mindset, you will be way more successful than anyone else around you. You know why? What makes a successful entrepreneur do so well is their greatest skill is the ability to solve problems. And when you solve problems for other people, there is value attached to that. And when you're solving problems, it also says that you are responsible enough to be able to take an issue that has occurred and found a way to resolve it. Because when you're a problem solver, you're not focused on whose fault it was. You're focused on fixing the problem. So in your current job, you were hired to perform a specific set of duties at a specific time during specific days. And with any company, hopefully, there should always be an opportunity to move up. If you began as an entry level, maybe you're an intern. Well, your first goal is to get hired. You want to be promoted to a full-time employee. 
Maybe you're a contractor. Well, once you get hired, there's always a management role or a supervisor role. And then above the supervisor role, there's always some type of regional-esque type position. And then you get to move up into the executive level of senior management. So how do you get there? Well, first, let me just share that if you are a recent college graduate, you are full of knowledge. You know a lot. But what you do not have is wisdom. What you do not have is the proof of being able to solve problems for a particular company. As an entrepreneur with an entrepreneurial mindset and entrepreneurial tendencies, which everyone has, most do not use those skills. You're leaving everything to chance. Now, one of the greatest mistakes people are making, this is young and old, is we are currently in this mindset in the workforce that everyone feels as if they deserve that raise, they deserve that promotion merely because they've shown up to work every day and did the job they were hired to do, mediocre at best. My wife is the director of a um, childcare facility with a staff of over I think around 70 people and my God, about 350, 400 kids. She in about six months turned that school around from being one of the least performing. (laughs) I'll say that with one of the highest staff turnovers to one of to actually I believe one of the top 5 schools in that company franchise all because of her ability to lead, manage and execute on quality. Well, I told her when she moved into her role and as I began to see firsthand the results of her efforts of having to weed out the toxic staff to hold uh, the financing to a very tight rope, both in payables, receivables, and expenses, that it took a bit. But she is so self-driven because she loves a challenge that I told her, honey, in about six to nine months, you're going to be offered a regional opportunity. Now, she laughed at me, but I know in her heart she knew it was true because of her work ethic. Hence why both her and I have always found opportunities of success in our careers because we don't look at problems with a complaining attitude of why is this happening or, well, this was your fault. When you take responsibility, that is a trait of being an entrepreneur. Because as an entrepreneur, when it's your business, you don't have anybody to blame. You don't have have the kitchen to blame if you're a waiter, if you've ever been a waiter. 
<laughs> you know what I'm talking about. So you're looking at this job that you want, this promotion of more responsibility, more money. Well, the only way that you can be considered for that is to understand one very important aspect. You haven't solved one problem at all that falls underneath the responsibility of that role. If you are only doing the job that you've been hired to do and not seeking out more opportunity to find more problems that you can solve to increase your level of experience, as well as increasing your wisdom from practical experience, you haven't proven to the interviewer that you have the qualities that are necessary to making that role a success. So why would they give you a promotion and give you more money if you haven't proven to them consistently that you are focused on solving problems that you can be trusted? Now, I, I know you're probably scratching your head, but the first thing that I need you to do is if you do want to succeed in your career, you need to remove the word deserve from your vocabulary as well as the word try and stop blaming people for things not working out because those are traits of people who go nowhere. Let me repeat myself. If you are an individual who always blames others for your misfortune, if you are focused on complaining, you're not focused on solving problems. You would rather sit and do bare minimal, yet expect the world to give you opportunity. This is a common trait that I see. Even my wife, and it, it amazes me to the stories that she will tell me from time to time again, because I'm an optimist and I believe the best in people. But what I continually find, and this is not a blanket statement, but there are still so many people out there who will come in and will interview and get hired because my wife feels that based on her resume and more importantly, based on the interview, that this individual poses the, the skills and strengths that she is willing to invest in. But once she hires someone, once you are hired, again, you have to look at yourself as an entrepreneur and a company just invested in your business by offering you $40,000 a year to perform a certain set of duties. It's like I've told many people in my day and there, you know, I've, I've had many friends be hired with companies that I were that I was with not to be directly supervised by me but I got them opportunities and I told them you know they're like oh my god MD thank you so much for getting me this job or or get me the interview I can't tell you how much I appreciate it and I'll tell them look I hope for the best I created an opportunity for you but it is yours to fuck up I hope you don't. This does somewhat reflect on me. Know this. Please 
Do not make yourself look bad and prove that I was wrong. Please prove that I was right. And pardon me while I drink more of my coffee, my go juice, who's with me. One of those friends showed themselves to be someone who was becoming more of a problem. They were causing more problems than they were solving. And this is one of the ways that I use to gauge individuals who have earned the opportunity to be considered for a promotion and or a raise. If you will take massive self-awareness and look at the way in which you perform your job and your duties and be honest with yourself and ask yourself, where can I improve? Have I truly earned this opportunity? There's a job that you hear may be opening that is a promotion. You have to ask yourself, have I proven so far through the level of problems that I have solved that I could be trusted? And don't give yourself a fake yes man answer to boost your ego. Answer this with complete honesty within yourself. Because I am the kind of individual where I don't want to be an option. I want to have built so much value in what I have done that those that are reviewing me, considering me, looking at me, would be compelled that if they didn't choose me, it would be the dumbest move they ever made. That is the outlook that you have to have if you want to succeed in your career. If you just graduated college, you have zero wisdom. You have a lot of ambition. You have a lot of zeal. But you have zero practical wisdom in the job that you are hoping to get. This is why internships are massively important. And it is not your school's job to give you those opportunities. It is yours to seek out and get. My guy Hunter, this the summer of 2018, was an intern for me. Worked directly next to me on a daily basis. He came to me the year prior in 2017 and said, MD, I don't know if it's even possible but I would like to ask you if next summer I can intern with you because it is part of my program that I need to find an internship. And as I could find an internship at my mom's company or at other companies, I know that I would only be given the opportunity to get coffee and to do the bullshit things that are not going to give me practical experience. And he said, MD, you're one of the most practical people I know. And I know I would learn more from you in that summer than I could from 
every summer of interning with other people combined. Now, I loved the flattery, but more so I loved his humility. Hunter I had known for several years, and his work ethic is truly one to be admired for a young man. Even his own journey is one that I highly admire because of the drive that, that, that he has within himself. You know what? I tell you what. When this podcast is over, I want you to go to Instagram and go to the page All Waste. That's always with a T. So A-L-W-A-Y-S-T. That's his apparel brand, but it's an apparel brand with a mission. And you'll hear his story. Be that as it may. Hunter showed up and I put up a folding table next to my desk. And basically, over the course of the summer of 2018, put him to the grind. And his internship was also not paid. He still had bills to pay. You know what he did? He would leave the office at, I believe it was 3.30, change his clothes, and then he went to go wait tables at night from 4 to, I believe, 11 p.m. midnight. Four nights during the week, and then would pull doubles on Saturday and Sunday. And then come back to work, show up bright and early on Monday, ready to hustle. And I didn't give him bullshit tasks. I gave him things that he had to figure out. I gave him direction, but just enough to where he had to figure things out because not only did I want to expose him to the practicality of working within a digital marketing agency, but I wanted to begin to allow him opportunities to improve his skills of being resourceful. Because it's one thing if you give someone a meal. It's another when you teach someone to cook. And Hunter wanted practical skills. That is true wisdom. Versus I could sit there and teach him all of the nuances of marketing and advertising, social media, digital, blah, 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 blah. Or I could sit down and give him tasks that had a purpose. And every day he did, he would, and he would only ask me questions when he had exhausted his resources and tapped all that he knew to figure out. That was one of the greatest takeaways that he learned. Now, given he learned infinite practical skills when it came to the interworkings and the execution of digital and social media marketing campaigns. He sat with interviews and meetings with clients and prospects. He saw all sides of it because I wanted to give him a relevant contextual insight. You know what he did with all of that knowledge? He then was so inspired that he went and launched his own apparel campaign, his own apparel brand on social media because he wanted to take everything he learned and put it to work to his benefit. And while he still is growing his brand, he's still waiting tables to pay for his living. 
It's an incredible story. And I say this story to help you understand that if there are things in your career that you want more of, you want more opportunity, you want more money, that only comes from increasing your value in the eyes of those above you. But I want you to understand something. If there is a job that you want, if there's a promotion you want, and let's say you work hard, and let's say for six months you really put, you really dig your heels in and you start going all in, and let's say you don't get the promotion <coughs> when it came time for the interview and the selection. Do you give up? Do you get sour? And then do you act out in a passively aggressive way by now pulling back on your ambition and your drive and your job as a way to, well, since you didn't promote me, I'm going to give you the bare minimal bullshit effort I could ever give you so I can give you as little as possible and still collect my paycheck. You push the envelope. You come in late. You lollygag around the office. You talk to people. You take extended lunches. You're on your phone and social media all the time because you found a way to skirt by because you're pissed. Because you feel as though that you did all this work for nothing. Well, let me give you a little insight to the mindset of a leader. Many times there are those that I saw had a capacity but I didn't feel as though they were seasoned enough yet. But I wanted to test their resilience and their commitment to following through when challenges are thrown their way. And I would not offer that individual that job to see how they would respond. And that they responded in a passive-aggressive way belittled that they were overlooked, that they weren't given the promotion. And I noticed their performance began to truly fall apart. That told me right then and there the capacity and the maturity of that individual. And by their reaction right then and there, that tells me they were not truly suited for the job. They had presented their politician side their handshaking, baby-kissing side and putting their best foot forward. But you see, the higher you go in the chain, the more responsible you must become. Because when you have staff that you're responsible for, they are hired to perform a certain job. And if it is one of your team members' jobs to send you a report by Friday at noon every Friday so that you can complete your report that your superiors need by 5 p.m. on Friday. And they are always late giving you the report, which causes you to delay your report. Well, your superiors don't care that your staff is not getting you that report on time. They only care that you are not properly motivating and leading your team to deliver what is required which will reflect you don't have the capacity to truly lead and empower your team members because your superiors do not care whose fault it is. 
They only see that you are causing a problem in the chain. And the more problems you cause, the less value you have to them. And at some point, if the problems you cause outweighs the problems that you solve, you are no longer needed. And that's at every level. If you are the one entry-level employee whose job it is is to (laughs) deliver your TPS report by noon on Friday, and it's always at one or two or three, and you're not meeting the demands of the job you've been hired to do, then you no longer have value. You are no longer dependable and you will be replaced. Please understand that just because you graduated from a fancy college or have a fancy degree or even had a fancy internship does not mean that you are a problem solver for that particular company. It shows you have a capacity, but it remains to be seen if you are able to problem solve at an exponential level that your value far outweighs your liability. So if you want a raise, let's say you've been working for a company and you're coming up on your first year and you want to know if you have earned a raise. Again, I said earned, not deserve. Because you cannot... Let me ask you this question, and this is a real honest assessment of performance. If someone shows up every day, straight up at nine o'clock, clocks in, they do every single task as required, and they clock out at five, Monday through Friday, for a year. They've done nothing more than what was expected. What makes you believe that you should be paid more for doing the same thing? And yes, that is a purposeful silence for that to sink in. Because this is another common mistake that I make, that I see people make in the workforce. They feel entitled that just because they've shown up and done bare minimal, they demand to be paid more for doing nothing more and then get pissed when the company doesn't give you a raise and then you act out like a toddler because you didn't get what you felt you deserved. Please have some respect for the company and the owner of that company who that company began one night as a dream that he wanted to build a business of his own and solve problems for other people. And that business began to grow because he believed in himself enough when people doubted him or her that he could make it work. That business grew over time to the point that it could now begin to hire other people. But every dollar that that business owner had to earn came from blood, sweat, and years of tears of relentless grind. And yet here you sit telling them that you deserve more money 
because you simply showed up. You didn't earn more because you didn't solve more problems. As a matter of fact, by doing bare minimal, you're actually causing them a problem because every company wants winners on their team. They want driven entrepreneurs sitting in your chair looking for ways to improve every process at every level so that the company can continue to grow, so that the, can, the company can continue to thrive and even have a job that exists for you. If you want anything from a company, it is not a company's job to make you happy. It is not your manager's job to make you happy. Their job is to make sure that the company continues to grow. They give you an opportunity every day to prove your value. And if you are truly thankful to have that job and you do not want to lose it, then don't ever give them a reason to consider you less than the compelling choice that they would be stupid to get rid of you. The only reason people get fired, truly fired, is because they didn't solve problems. They created them. Let's talk about layoffs. I've been laid off before. The only reason I was laid off because I didn't prove to be more valuable than others on the team. And the supervisor had to decide who they needed to lay off. They selected me for whatever reason. And for whatever reason, I didn't do a good enough job in proving my compelling value to the team. That was on me. Sure, it's easy to complain. Oh my God, I got laid off. Poor me. Why did it have to happen to me? Why did I just try? I was such a good worker. <sighs> so the fuck what? I did it to myself. I didn't prove my value. Now, there are other people that are not going to like your ambition. They're not going to like your talents. They're not going to like your skills. They will undermine you. They will belittle you. They will sabotage you. If that is the case, find a new fucking job. Because again, to walk around with your sensitivities on your sleeve, acting as if, well, how dare they do that, do that to me? I don't deserve that. As true as it may be that nobody should be treated that way, and anybody that is in a leadership role, if they feel as though because they are the one that is responsible for the team, that that gives them the right to act like a dictator asshole, they will be found out at some point because if they have a high turnover, eventually somebody in upper management is going to realize that that individual is the common denominator. So if things are not going your way, 
and you're you're always being belittled, condescended, devalued, discredited, and sabotaged, find a new job. Because the longer you stay acting as if you don't deserve this, you don't deserve that, I deserve to be treated better. Well, you know what? If you do not like where you are, then change. That's your choice. Just like my intern Hunter. He knew that if he took an internship at another bigger company, he would be shuffled to a tiny ass cubicle with a terminal and probably given exponential sheets of data to input and get coffee. He didn't want that. He wanted more. Now, he could have taken the internship and then complained about how bad it was. Sure, he might have been paid, but he wanted to learn better. He wanted more opportunity. So he took an intern or an unpaid internship with me, gained way more practical experience and had to hustle. And he never once complained. As a matter of fact, he took many of the duties that needed to be done on the weekends and did them in between his shifts. And he did that because he wanted to learn and he wanted to prove to himself that he could do it. And he impressed the hell out of me. (laughs) And he proved massive value. If you are looking for a promotion, if you're wanting that raise, stop acting like you deserve it and start looking for problems to solve that increase your value to an exponential level that nobody can even hold a candle to the level of problems that you solve for that company. And if you are looking for a job, let's say you're a recent college graduate, understand that you, until you are hired, are a problem already because that interviewer is having to sift through countless resumes go through mind mind numbing interviews to try to weed out everybody to find who would be the best candidate and when you sit there and interview you are currently a problem and have some humility because until you began solving problems for that company you have no value And if they offer you a salary that you feel as though is too low and beneath you because you're standing by your worth, well, maybe the worth that you think you deserve is based on a value that belongs to a different market. Because what that one job may pay in Seattle may be completely different in Dallas. If you want Seattle money, go to Dallas or else take the job in Dallas and then prove your value over time that you can end up making the money that you feel as though you want in life to live the life you want. It's very practical. Trust me of the people that I've promoted. It's because I was so impressed because they were so ambitious and their work ethic matched their ambition and the efforts that they put into their job day in and day out when the grind was needed, when it was easy, they were always grinding, not wasting time, not working 18 hours a day so that they can say they worked 18 hours a day. They worked like they did because they were continually looking to solve problems. 
hey, MD, I saw this actually was not looking as well as it could. I got with the, with the copywriters and we actually reframed this entire campaign and now it's working even better. That's amazing because I didn't even ask for that. Go out of your way within the framework that you can. Collaborate. Build strategic partnerships within the company and start working. Don't wait on people to tell you because if a supervisor has to tell you to do something, you have caused another problem. You should be looking beyond the realm of your current role if you want more. Like my grandfather said, dress for the job you want, not the job you have, because it shows people you actually care. You respect yourself enough. Please stop using the words deserve and try, please. It's sabotaging your opportunity because it's creating a negative attitude within yourself, a negative mindset. And if you want more opportunity, your mental state and emotional state are yours to control by the choices you make when you show up to work every single day. Because every single day that you show up to work, you're either proving your value or you're showing you have none by the level of problems that you solve or by the problems you cause. To get more, you must prove more. And if you don't get it the first time, if you don't continue to try, you didn't really want it. And it proves you weren't mature enough to have it in the first place. You're making 35,000 decisions every day, my friend. And those decisions are either setting you up to succeed or they are holding you back. You must be self-aware and audit the results of your life because if you're not getting the promotions you think you deserve, if you're not getting the raises you think you have earned, you need to take a look at the patterns that you have been executing on. Have you truly been solving problems? Maybe the problems you're solving are not the right ones. There is always room for improvement. But if you feel as though you truly have given everything, day in and day out, with no expectation of return, and you feel as though there just is no longer an opportunity for you, then you must change. If not, you didn't really want it, you're just looking for a reason to complain. Complainers are not problem solvers. Complainers are not winners. Complainers will never get more in life than what you were handed to by chance. And if you don't like the results you're getting, you are the only one responsible to make the decisions that align your goals with your ambitions. I hope this has challenged you. I hope this has brought you an awakening. I truly do, because I want to see you succeed, but our society has been framing the conditions of our minds to feel as though we should be rewarded simply for showing up and just because you want something. If you truly do want more in life, your ambitions and ethic and decisions must align. I hope this has been helpful. If this has in some way, all that I ask is that you share it with one, with one friend and subscribe. I got some nuggets coming. 
I got some serious issues that I want to talk about, that I want to uncover, that I want to discuss with you. But my biggest goal is to empower you to understand that your greatest power is the power of choice. And in a mere moment, in one mere decision, you can ultimately change the direction of your life. But of the 35,000 decisions a day that we make, based on our actions and reactions to everything around us, the outcomes that you currently have in your life are directly correlated to the decisions you're making. If you want better outcomes, make better decisions. I hope you've really enjoyed this episode of the 35K Day Podcast. Until next time, I'm MD. Be great.